What's up? I'm Ayla. I'm Bethann. And this is Let's Talk BL, a boys love podcast. Welcome back to Series Sundays. If this is your first time on Series Sundays, just a heads up, we will be talking all about one single series all the way through, chock full of spoilers, chock full of opinions. If you have not yet watched the series we're talking about, leave now, go watch it. You will not regret it because today we're talking about History 3 Trapped, which I am so excited to talk about. But if you haven't watched it yet, you absolutely need to go watch it. But also maybe you just want to spoil it for yourself. Totally cool. Been there. Feel that. Uh, in that case, listen on. Yes. And we're going to get into it. I'm so excited. This was the first BL that I was like, Ayla, if I'm going to get you into BLs, this is it. It worked. And it worked. It, worked. it is a solid BL to start your BL journey. This was my first BL that I ever watched. It's so good because it's so solid and we are going to get into it. So again, this is History 3 Trapped. It's available on Vicky. It's about 10 episodes. So again, it's like such an easy watch and you just like can get into it and be done and it'll change your life. <laughs> and it's starring Jake Sue as Xiao Fei, Chris Wu as Tang Yi. Tangy, Tangy, Andy Beyond is Jack, Kenny Chin as Leon. And to start us off, the synopsis from my drama list the story of a police officer who becomes trapped in the underworld as he develops feelings for a gang leader. Four years ago, a veteran cop and an elderly gangster were killed in a gunshot attack. The only survivor and the dead gangster's protege, the enigmatic and ruthless Tang Yi, is now the new gang leader who will stop at nothing to find the murderer and plans an elaborate trap to lure him out of hiding. Honest police officer Meng Xiaofei is obsessed with knowing the truth behind this case to avenge his mentor's death and spends all his spare time tracking Tang Yi and trying to find what he's up to. When Meng and Tang Yi are kidnapped together and forced to survive in a cold mountain, things start to change between them. <laughs> okay. Oh, First of I'm all, so I just want to point out how solid this plot is because twists and turns and action and there's gang members and there's a butterfly knives and there's so much happening in this. Gunshot wounds. Including the boys. That's just oh. like, honestly, there's so much happening in oh, History God. 3 Trapped that like, the relationships are almost the side plot. No, they are the side plot. 100%. I feel comfortable saying the relationships are actually the side plot, which is yeah. why it was. this is such a good intro. And yeah. it was genius on your part to show it yeah. to me as my first BL because I was hesitant. I will not lie. In the beginning, I was like, I am only going to watch this BL situation because Bethann wants me to. And then Solid. I watched it and I was like, it's so good. The Taiwanese so the trap plot, you. The plot. Yep. I was trapped. <laughs> the plot is just so solid. There's so much happening. I love it's it. I'm obsessed. so good. The story has such great pacing too. It starts with you start. You don't really have to get to know these characters. They kind of let you get to know them as the story moves along. So like you're never 
you don't go through this weird introduction. Like, you know that they all know each other. You know that this has been going on for four years, that there's been some type of pursuit between Xiaofei and Tang Yi. You know, there's so many characters that are intertwined and they unravel it so nicely as the story goes along. But I will say they give you enough. What What's impressive is, like you said, you don't have to have this awkward pacing that happens in some dramas where right. they really focus and linger on the character development before you get to the action and the plot. But in Trapped, like you said, you get to know them throughout the story and get to know their personality quirks, but they do give you enough that you have something to go on. Because one of my biggest pet peeves in watching any kind of drama, not just a BL, is when they just drop me in the middle and I feel like I missed an episode. Mm. (laughs) I'm like, I don't understand what's happening. Like you missed a whole episode for me. And that doesn't happen in Trap. They give you the exact right amount to get you started. And then the rest just happens naturally. Yeah, it's so true. All the development of all the characters is incredible. And My favorite development, I I have to say, is probably Jack. Only because he just gets better with time. And then they do throw like a little like, oh, bet you weren't expecting that moment right. for him. And right. he, from the beginning, I, literally the first time he stepped on screen I was like "Ooh, this guy's interesting and there's so many good little easter eggs with him I just feel like for a side character that's another one of the things about trap that's wonderful is the development of the side characters right they do so much for them and so much like little work that makes such a big difference and makes it fun to watch and you don't feel like they're removed from the main story because I think that that happens a lot in BLs where it's like you have this main couple and their story and their plot, but then you're pulled away from that storyline to to look at this other couple for like 10 minutes an episode. Another and I, thing about the plot that I think is nice, uh, that is like a good way to that they intertwine, like a good example of how they're intertwining the side characters, mm-hmm. is in Trapped. It, it is kind of a heavy storyline in that it's very much like an action movie or like an yeah. action show where yeah. there's a lot going on and there's gangs and the mafia and people are getting shot and it's it's really exciting. There's like a chase through a market and you know, there's martial arts happening. It's, it's a lot. And it's super fun. Action is solid. It doesn't feel cheap or halfway done. It feels natural and part of the story. And it's very, the storyline is very like intense and mysterious for most of the show, but they do a great job with breaking it up with funny little moments, which I'm obsessed with. Yeah, And, you know, this may be a good segue into, like, what are our top moments? One of my favorite scenes in the entire show is when they – basically everybody at this point, all the characters at this point, have gone to a club to try and, like, entrap Tongyi. This is before. Right. This is this is pre-being friends, lovers, whatever, with Tongyi. Right. Right. And so they've gone to this club to try and, like, entrap him. And <laughs> the and so they're dancing, and this is just like the funniest moment of all time 
because yeah. they're trying to be undercover by wearing these like matching couple shirts and trying yeah. to just pretend like they're just in like this like nightclub, club, club yeah. which by the way is it's lit like it's daytime right <laughs> but it's supposed to be a club and this is where you start to see they start to foreshadow uh Shifei and Tangyi like sort of being together right because like there's jealousy. this like moment of jealousy which is a well-preserved yeah. trope across all these so and there is this funny moment where Tangyi is having a conversation slash dancing with a girl that's at a club who you find out is his informant right who is like somebody that has just sort of always helped him and fed him information and yeah. They do say, like, he at one point did have, like, a thing with her, but not, like, a serious thing. It's a boy. He's and, dancing with a boy. Oh, right. There is yeah, a girl yeah. involved somehow. But um, Yeah, yeah. He's dancing with a boy because he's like, let me use you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And Shivay gets jealous, like, in that yeah. moment. And he makes his little police officer girl compatriot, like, dance with him. And she's yeah. into it, poor sweet thing. Because she likes him. Because she likes him. Yeah. And it is the funniest, which normally those kinds of scenes where they sort of, like, use a girl as comic relief, I don't always appreciate just because oh, I don't think you should marginalize any gender in any show and, right. like, use anyone as a comedic relief I just like yeah it makes me feel bad for that person because I mean to be quite honest we've all been there we've all accidentally <laughs> had a crush on a gay guy it just has happened to literally oh. everyone anytime yeah. ever and so I always end up feeling bad for them that like oh man poor yeah. girl like she loves him and she's the butt of this joke <laughs> like that's a True. bummer but yeah. the way that they do it is so funny and lighthearted, and it it doesn't make it feel like she is the butt of the joke, if right. that makes sense. It, yeah. I don't know. It's hilarious. A hundred percent. Also, credit to when we talked about how it's not about sexuality and they don't make a big deal about him being gay. That's another part. I think that's the story, the part of the story where they tell you, like, oh, he's involved with guys or he's oh, gay. Oh, by the like, way. They, yeah, like, yeah. they make it, like, just a nonchalant, like, he gets around – but it's not that like he gets around with boys. It's that like he's just known as like a flirt. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's that's the way that they just naturally and seamlessly made it a part of his character, but didn't make it define his character. Like there's so much more to his character that right. it's it's almost a non-issue. They don't yeah. have to discuss it, they don't have to do anything. It's like Oh, yeah, he gets around. He totally hooked up with this boy. It's, like, not even a thing. Like, who cares? Because right. we have more important things to worry about, like mafia connections and who murdered who and yes. why did this person get shot? A hundred percent. In episode one, there's a few different things that I think was amazing just right off the bat when they introduce these characters. So, first of all, the police station in in – the whole series looks just like an office building, which I don't know if that's a Taiwanese thing or if they just like went real low budget and we're like, we're just going to take the floor. This we work office. Of, yeah. <laughs> I love it because like they have a place where they hold the like people who've been arrested and it's just like a bar on the wall that they've like handcuffed them to. Which like, comes back later on, almost at the end. <laughs> it's so 
funny. I just love that. And then also episode one has a very necessary but unnecessary shower scene that when I was like rewatching this, getting ready for it, I was like, oh my gosh, these BLs love a shower scene, the solo shower scene. The Taiwanese especially love it because it's it happens in We Best Love as well, where it's like, especially in this case, Tanya is showering and it's literally a cut from like him on a balcony talking about gangster stuff to then him showering randomly and then like cut to him back on the balcony talking more gangster stuff and then then they like get him out of the shower in which he's like in a bathrobe and this is when you first like meet his quote-unquote sister or the girl that like and it's a very confusing scene so (laughs) adopted sister i guess yeah and who's supposed to be older than him but there's like a weird plot right. hole where they show them as children and they're definitely, he's definitely She's, way older. Right. It's very confusing. And that <laughs> scene that in episode one where you are introduced to her and yeah, she comes in the room and he's like in a bathrobe and they're hugging and whatever. And you're like, oh, okay. And, and he's like think, making commentary on what she's wearing. And you think you know what the trope is going to be at this point. Yeah. You think, Okay, I mean, not for me, because this was my first BL I ever watched. So I was like, ooh, what's happening here? Spicy. Uh, But if you've watched BLs before, you think the trope is going to be boy is with girl, boy meets boy he's supposed to be with, his heart needs, he falls in love, boy leaves girl, boy is with boy. That It turns out, then they trick you and they're like, oh no, that's his sister. And as somebody who has a brother... Right. Who has a little brother, right? I have a younger brother. I literally, my, like, this is, I have this relationship in right. my life. I can promise you this is not a situation <laughs> that would ever arise. And, like, some people, I, I, I don't know. The argument could be made, like, well, they're adopted. So maybe they have a different way of, like, treating each other. Right. I'm adopted. Okay. This I I promise you, this is not normal behavior. <laughs> I remember you talking about this and being so freaked out by their like brother sister camaraderie. I was like, yeah, no, it's, it's not camaraderie. Weird. It's I understand that it's a plot point to like make the viewer confused and right. and all that. But honestly, I was like, this takes me out of this film. <laughs> that I was like, no, this is not that. Like this plot device in this case does not work because anybody with a little brother knows. If that's your younger brother, literally at all times, you just look at your younger brother and you're like, I'm going to give you a snack. Yeah. For no reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, That was a weird introduction to that girl where you're like, who could this girl be? Oh, it's not a potential lover. It's a sister. That's the only thing that made me be like, in this whole series, because otherwise... It's pretty solid. Well, and the funny thing is, is the the second episode is where we start to get the development of their relationship. But because this series is so short, it's only 10 episodes. Again, the pacing is just so tight that you don't have time. And because there's so much action and so much information, you don't have time to like linger on one 
thing that you might be like, what, what's going on? The pacing like is really important another. to this show. And I think that's a credit to number one, it keeps you engaged, especially if yeah. it's early on in your BL career or <laughs> it, your first one, like your me, hobby. but the, the pacing is really important. And I think that's a credit to the production team and the mm-hmm. filmmakers and the director, because I, this was my first BL and I was like rabid after I watched it and yeah. I stayed up. We've talked about this on the podcast before that I stayed up until like 4 a.m. the night after right. I watched it or after I finished it, just watching content from the show out of series content. And I have seen lots of behind the scenes, you know, sh- uh, shots and lots of behind right. the scenes videos. Yeah, they have good where behind they the scenes literally go kind of move by move through the scenes to make sure that the pacing works and you watch them change things and you watch them figure things out. Like they really paid attention to the pacing on the back end while they were making the show. And it makes a huge difference. Yeah. 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 I, again, just love the show and I don't know anyone who doesn't love the show again, talking about the physicality of these actors. It's so impressive. There's like this chase scene right when you kind of get to the escalation of there's like a confrontation between Tangy and his, and his like personal assistant, which like totally took me by surprise. Like I knew that he had feelings for Tangy, but I didn't see him like drugging and sexually assaulting him like that That was was a bit much but I knew something sketchy was coming because I think it was one episode before maybe two episodes before all of the drugging and the sexual assault trigger warning went on in the car he so there's the cake scene because it's a birthday right and it is one of the sweetest relationship moments in the whole show and then it morphs into this like weirdly sexy scene that's like I understand that it's supposed to be sexy, but then I watch it and I question, like, is this actually sexy? (laughs) It's a very confusing time for me. Uh, But where a cake is brought out and it, so it's Tongi's birthday, brings out the cake. They, it's like a cute, funny moment. This is also where there's the music box reveal where you find out that Tongi has the same music box as Shifei because he got it from the his partner, his mentor, who was murdered right. in the shootout, the previously right. mentioned shootout. Now and you're like, connection. ooh, plot twist, connection. But oh, in this, then they take you from that. It's like whiplash. And there's a cake makeout scene. Um, and they're making out with cake. Right. And essentially what happens is this hot and heavy makeout scene. They get pushed up against the window. Personal assistant bro is walking across the lawn and he sees it. And this is how I knew he was going to start acting weird and do something (laughs) sketchy is the music changed and his face changed. And he looked like he was going to fight someone. Like I could tell he was plotting something. And what I thought is he was plotting something against Shafay and he was going to like get him killed or like try. You know what I mean? Like he was going to try and attack him in some way. I was not expecting him to try and like molest his boss. Right. Like that's not yeah. the thing that I thought was going to happen, but I knew he was going to do something sketchy. Interesting. Yeah. I that he played it real cool until that moment. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, "Okay, we doing this." 
So yeah, that happens in episode seven. And then the rest of the story is the resolution of like Tangy also pursuing the person who killed his like gang daddy. <laughs> and then his adopted uh, dad. His adopted dad, which I rewatched that scene where he's like explaining to Xiao Fei about his adoption and like why it's so important that he also finds the murderer. And that scene is just so wholesome and it's just like a you understand like the tie to this person and why he definitely wants vindication and and you understand he wasn't a bad guy from the jump and that Tony has had a pure heart because it is one you know it's always interesting to sort of root for the bad guy in a situation especially when his relationship partner his opposite is the good guy is the police right and so it's like well crap who do I want to win and it right. turns out that Tangi this whole time has had a heart of gold and all of that started with his yeah. gang daddy <laughs> I love that phrase True. so that's what we're gonna call him forever is his gang, gang daddy, daddy. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> well and you also find out that like his gang daddy is is wholesome too because like he wanted to turn the business legitimate which is what he like entrusted to Tangi are we not gonna hold it together for that and so it, these characters are all very gray as far as, yeah, you would think there would be a good guy and a bad guy, but really they There's all not. have quality the only good guy is Jack. Yes. <laughs> so who is good. also a bad guy. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Even the like quote unquote bad guys in the show are characters that you want to root for and that you truly love you're at like, the oh, very he end. Has a heart and they're of super gold. sweet. And yeah. so yeah, the show wraps up with Tangy going to jail. And you feel like it's an interesting ending. What did you think about the ending? It is an interesting ending. I'm gonna be completely honest. I this may or may not be controversial. It leaves you wanting more. That's for sure. It does leave you wanting more. For me, and I rewatched, but as like a comp, like I sped rewatch because I mm-hmm. didn't originally watch for the first time that long ago. Right. Uh, for me, the side couple is the main focus because I, from the jump, was like, oh, I don't understand this couple pairing. I think that the guy who plays Tangy. Uh, Chris Wu, who I love, obsessed Beautiful. with. If he you have not idol. gone back, and, exactly. Idol. I was gonna say, if you have not gone back and watched his music videos, believe <laughs> yeah. me, you need to. Isn't it like early Super Junior? Like it has that vibe to it. It and like maybe if Super M, speaking of, came out back in the day, like maybe that would be the situation. Yeah, I a little bit of like big bang i could see sort okay. of like 2008 era big bang type of situation anyways we need to put more a- of their music on our playlist anyways why we, why we it's that? amazing and i highly recommend going back and watching everything chris Wu ever did of, of <laughs> on course. youtube uh <laughs> so for me oh. though that pairing made a little bit less sense because I just didn't really understand the chemistry at first. For right. me, that couple really came together when I was watching out of series content. But when we're talking about That's in nice. series, it 
it was it was the side couple. And so yeah. for me, the ending with the side couple, that's what I like, that's what I cared about. Yeah, honestly. when they like move in together and yeah, he's, like, I feel like giving up his career. His career is a bad guy. Yeah. His baddie. He's career. going legitimate. Oh, going I legit. just made the connection. Like they're trying to go legitimate with the gang, and now he's going legitimate as a person, as a like yeah. because he gets this offer. So Jack is the character. Uh, and Jack is my favorite character in the entire show for so mm. many reasons. Uh, and he has, at the end, he has been offered this gig, this gang gig uh, by a new gang daddy to right. go, <laughs> to go and. <laughs> so good. <laughs> go get you a to gang To go daddy. and work this like gang situation somewhere else but you find out he he's all about taking down the gangs he's like a right. like an undercover kind of bitch which right. is like ah, amazing so love good. jack for so many reasons and he gives up the opportunity to go be an undercover gang bitch to, to be, be a like housewife a domestic boy <laughs> cooking for his boy and i love it and i'm obsessed so that's really that was the ending that i focused on i think with the main couple that ending i feel like it made sense to me because yeah. Tangi was a gangster and his boyfriend is a police officer. And right. so in order for them to both quote unquote win in the end, mm. I feel like Tangi had to go to jail because it's oh, sort of like that's how it came full circle that like he paid for his crimes, which is which is what his boyfriend would professionally want. Right. right? And then they now, can why go did on he go and, to like, jail? Did he go to jail because he shot Xiaofei? Like that was why. Right. Even and though, so, like, he gave up uh, – well, I guess he didn't. He was going to shoot the, the bad dude. Right. But, I mean, he committed a crime, and he right. paid for that crime, right. which makes sense if he loves Xiaofei the way he loves Xiaofei because Xiaofei is very – throughout the whole series, even though he's fallen in love with this gangster and he's starting to understand the he method found his behind his gang means, <laughs> He's starting to understand the method behind Tangyu's means. He still is like, I'm a cop. Like, it is my right. job to uphold the law. And I think at the point, if he didn't uphold the law and the law didn't win in the end, I feel like it wouldn't feel true to Xiaofei, if that makes sense. Right. right. Because that's just who he is as a character. So the ending made perfect sense to me. And I actually felt yeah. like it was really nice because it was a way for them both to win. Interesting. Yeah. That's that, that totally makes sense. And I would totally agree with you. So that just naturally goes into the main couple of Xiaofei and Tangyi. How did you feel about them as a couple? And then also just like how their relationship progressed throughout the show. I thought it was like beautifully kind of woven in like just their development of their relationship. Like the development never, was awesome. It never felt forced and it never felt out of character. Right. Like there was something so natural. It made sense for both of them. And I honestly, in the beginning, the pairing did not make sense to me because yeah, I am a classic Virgo. Uh, not even aesthetically. You love who okay. you love. There is a lid for every jar out there is my <laughs> opinion. Oh my and gosh, I just heard that that phrase. Someone was saying that there's a lid for every pot. I was like, what? Uh, that's what my mom used to tell us when we were like jar. middle school that. girls and we would be sad that a boy didn't yes. like us or a girl didn't like us. It Solid. would be 
there's a lid for every jar. You will find your jar Amen. that you fit on. Um, so I'm not even talking about aesthetically. Okay. What I'm talking about is as a Virgo, didn't make sense to me in the beginning that Xiao Fei would not hate with his whole guts and body and life and soul tangy. Like the fact mm. that he would even deign to consider being into tangy was right. like, I didn't understand because I'm a Virgo and I'm just like by nature, fiercely loyal. I know how to hold a grudge. And I was just like, <laughs> this doesn't make sense to me. If you think right. he murdered your mentor, because th that is what Xiaofei genuinely believes in the beginning. And that's what right. he's trying to prove. He's trying to send him to jail. Right. You're not going to be like, damn, he cute though. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't it after that he moves in and then spends the day with Tangy's sister? That's when I think there's like a little bit of a shift where like no it's before then he's still trying to send tangy because remember we talked about he's trying to send tangy to jail in the club scene they're like doing this like right. sting operation so at this point he still believes that tangy has murdered his mentor slash first partner right and then in episode two it's when they go into the woods and are kidnapped and like all that stuff goes i'm telling down. you this is why it didn't make sense to me though because like <laughs> It just didn't make sense to me. Yeah. Once the development started, the development was really nice. And I feel like their relationship makes a ton of sense. And right. I feel like they're, what's kind of nice about it is even though there kind of was like a cheesy love confession, it never felt like cringy. Yeah. Like in some BLs, they kind of take it too far with the right. love confession. And you're like, I love that Ooh. moment where <laughs> Xiaofei looks back at Tang Yi and is like, what does he say? It's something like, I like you. And it's yeah. such like, it's cheesy, but it's it's, it's Xiao Fei. Like, but it's not overly cheesy oh, is the thing. So it doesn't sweet. make you want to be like. Ugh. I also really like, appreciated how they resolved the crush that the girl cop has on Xiao yes. Fei. Like that was a really solid kind of unnecessary, but really nice wrap up to that storyline where she's. She is kind of confronting him about who who Tangy is, so that th there's a little bit of development there. But then also he like kind of explains himself and is like, "Well, it's a nice moment." And yeah. I think really the the problem that I have in a lot of cases is sometimes there's a tendency to make these girls or even other boys that are interested in one of the main couple boys. This is right. another series, mm -hmm. the butt of a joke. Mm -hmm. Or they have a tendency to try and make the audience hate them. And justice I just don't love that. I <laughs> Also, Justice for Baz, if we're talking about justice. It's true. These are different series, though. We're talking about History 3 Trapped right now. Yes, yes. But I know you. So what... The subtext of war is always there. Yes. I'm always on my war agenda. <laughs> so Regardless. Good. Sorry. Continue. Now I'm thinking about war. My point is they did it in a really nice way that didn't right. make her the butt of a joke. It didn't make the audience want to hate her because that's another sort of like natural inclination that happens sometimes right. is that the scriptwriter will try and make you hate the love rival so that you as a viewer feel more connected to your ship. They didn't do that in Trapped, which I really appreciated because I don't like when anybody is made a villain or made the butt of a joke regardless right. of their gender or whatever's going on with them. Just because they like a boy that you're supposed to believe is in love with mm. another boy. Right, right. They did the same thing in Together with Green. They, this is a trope, right? They try and yeah. make you hate him right. for loving 
Wynn's character for loving time. And I don't love that for Green. That's not fair for yeah, him. Right. And it's the same thing with, you know, in History 3 Trapped, except they don't make you hate her. They don't make her the butt of a joke. They do it really nicely, which I appreciate. Yeah. Even though I can hold a grudge, I'm a nice person in my heart. <laughs> yeah. I also would say to the intimacy in the show, they did it so beautifully like it's used in such a way that's not salacious it doesn't feel like smut like it again it, mo it moves the story along and it develops them and it's used in what like one of the last episodes when tangy is having this moment where he's like found out who his real father is and he's just kind of having this whole crisis of of faith and shao fei kisses him and they have this moment where he's like showing him he's his stability uh as almost like as like a moral foundation of I will be there for you I will be solid but you also need to know that I'm still like he's still him and he's still a cop and he's gonna help try to bring this justice but right. also they've like established this relationship it it i just which is why the ending makes so much sense yeah, totally i was <laughs> and so impressed also, that's a really nice plot point and then we can probably move on to side characters but yeah is this was a twist i was not expecting and that's another thing that i really appreciate about the plot in history three trapped is i clocked really early on that mm -hmm. Xiao Fei's mentor slash partner is Tangy's mom. Oh, interesting. As soon as I saw that music box, I was like, I understand oh, exactly yeah. what's happening here. I and because they've already told you Tangy's like backstory. So I put two and two right. together very quickly. I clocked that. And so I appreciated that they still threw me a curveball with the fact that rival gang daddy <laughs> is his biological father. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. I really hope we find more series to talk about that have gang daddies. Uh, shout out Ken Porsche. Hope, like I yeah. hope that all that is holy that we can overuse the phrase gang daddy. Gang daddy. So when, also when daddy if, doesn't mean daddy. If you're listening and there are any like mafia gang related BLs yeah. that we should watch, please tell us so that we can use the phrase gang daddy more often. <laughs> please. So, so good. Okay, let's move on to the, the side characters. Let's start actually with the sister and her bodyguard. Again, this storyline. I don't is, roll with that plot. Mm -mm, I, I don't vibe I, with it. Mm -mm. I didn't like it, but I do say, I did say that like it flowed well and I don't think they spent too much time on it, which I appreciated. They, I didn't care my for opinion, her. In my opinion, they spent too much time on it because they even introduced it. Here's the problem. I have a huge problem with relationships that have an unequal power dynamic. Mm. And the fact that they were pushing this relationship on me and trying to make me side with her because the bodyguard is like, nah, this right. is not cool. Boundaries. And they're tr and the storyline tries to push you on it. And Tongi tries to push you on it. I don't right. love that because the fact of the matter is the bodyguard was a whole ass adult man when she was a child. We're talking, she was like eight or 10 right. years old. Right. And he, there's like a good 15 year baby, difference. essentially babysat her and 
was an adult figure in her life for her entire life. And now like, and she has a crush on him, which Mm -hmm. as she's got a lot going on, like emotionally, right. That is something that potentially could happen. And I don't love the insinuation that like, he should just get over it and they should Mm. be together. And doesn't he love her? Like, no, it's actually inappropriate for him to love her. It just is. Some like Jacob Twilight stuff. It's right. I mean, (laughs) he imprinted on her early. He imprinted on her. Listen, I imprinted. No, that's a whole different story. (laughs) Different series. But I honestly, okay, it's similar to another problematic relationship in Western media, which is Monica and the doctor whose name I don't remember, the dentist in Friends. Richard. Richard. That never should have happened. It was never okay for him to be like, damn, she cute though. No, that was never okay. It's not yeah, was okay. Was he her dad's don't like friend? Her. He was her dad's friend. He was her dentist yeah. when she was a child. Awkward. Not into it. It's problematic no matter what country it comes yeah. out of. True, true, true. Yeah, not into them either. Uh, the personal assistant, he was a fun little like wrench thrown in there minus the crazy, aggressive situation. Fun? I thought he came out of nowhere the extremeness of that whole situation the main thing i didn't appreciate about with him is that like okay first of all he remained employed after that happened which was very strange for me he's a very forgiving gang daddy (laughs) yeah tangy the forgiving gang daddy i want that on a (laughs) t-shirt done (laughs) no so I didn't appreciate that he remained employed, but also Tangi has to tell him like 82 times. Didn't he beat him up? It's not going to happen. Yes. It's like, I don't under, just go away. Yeah. Just weird. No. And then the dad that we find out is Tangi's dad. I thought Bible gang daddy who is bio daddy. I thought the scene where, uh, Xiaofei and (laughs) gang. Gang daddy number two. <laughs> uh, I thought it was such a sweet scene because obviously Tangy is going to take some time for him to <laughs> accept. <laughs> so good. It's going to take some time for him to accept <laughs> gang daddy number two. Rival gang daddy. Oh, uh, and there, it's just like a sweet scene, and I appreciated it. And it again gave depth and emotion to their relationship, and reminded you that it was a BL that like. And he dies in the end, which I felt like was a nice like right. piece of just desserts. It sucked for Tangy, <laughs> right. but it made it again made sense for his character. Yeah. And he also like does that nice little like I'm accepting of you guys. I don't care yeah, that you're gay. Oh yeah, like, that was nice cute. because Tangi doesn't yeah. have any parents left anymore to say right. to accept him. And I mean his right. his, his uh <laughs> his adoptive daddy doesn't. He was very awful to him. So it was, and then his ad- adoptive gang daddy was very sweet. So it was nice that his final daddy was. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, honestly, his final daddy. <laughs> That's like the final boss, but your final daddy. Uh, <laughs> okay, moving on. In this case, daddy means father. 
so good. <laughs> yes, actually, it does. Okay, so finally, our side characters that we love and adore and that Ayla loves the most is Andy and Jack. Andy is Jack. Uh, Andy, sorry. Leon, Leon Andy and, and Leon. So, no, Jack and Leon. Yes, yes, yes. Andy is the real life actor who plays That's Jack, right, right, who right. is my favorite character for so many reasons that I am super yeah. stoked to get into. And Leon is is the is another like a, police a junior officer. police officer, right? He essentially yeah. is Shaofei's mentee, right? Yeah, he's such a fun character there's such an innocence to him which is he funny just that- likes talking about his grandma i know and which is funny that he's a police officer he's so cute you can under well he explains he became a police officer because right. his grandma yeah yeah that's a yeah they have such sweet moments and again their storyline they also develops. have a pretty steamy moment yeah, they do. And the behind the scenes for it is really good because you get to see the blocking, which is just so interesting if you're interested in media and like right. filmmaking and stuff. Watching them block this scene is so cool. Yeah. It's also impressive. The make out that- scene. The scene I'm referring to is when they're making out in Leon's kitchen. Right. Right. And essentially Jack is like, I live here now. <laughs> yeah. It's also really interesting that they can – communicate such like emotion and intimacy in something that's like choreographed and rehearsed and all that right it is i you have to go watch it the blocking is amazing and so so i love jack so much and i love this couple so much because like you said it's it's kind of an innocent couple it's a nice they have nice juxtaposition you know when we're talking about main the main couple and especially because it's like, again, it's a, a gang daddy and a police officer. So it's the same dynamic, but it's a different relationship and different characters. Yeah. And that's so interesting to me. Right. They're very sweet. And Jack is my favorite character in the entire show for so many reasons. Number one, he ends up being an undercover bitch and you don't expect it. And also, he's always surprising you. But most importantly yeah. for me, because I love the aesthetic, his red hair. It's so good. Rewatch it. Rewatch the show. He is always either wearing a piece of clothing or has an accessory that matches his hair. I'm not kidding. Every single time you see him on screen, it is my favorite Easter egg in this entire series. It is is the fact that he always somehow matches his hair down to the point where at one point he has a butterfly knife that matches his hair. And that's his matching accessory for the scene. I am obsessed with that. He's a wonderful character. He's a great actor. He's super fun behind the scenes. If you watch the out of series content, one of my favorite out of series content is actually Andy's birthday. So Andy is the actor who plays Jack, who's my favorite character. And he's having this, like, fan meet for his birthday. Mm -hmm. And uh, Kenny, who plays Leanne, who's his love interest in Trapped, and Chris Wu, who plays Tangi, go to his birthday. And they, like, surprise him by, like, on stage. It is the world's cutest video. We have (laughs) to put it in the comments. Remind me when we're editing this to put it in the comments so that – you can watch it because I think it's essential watching and it will make you fall in love with it's Andy so who plays Jack. There's also this really sweet, speaking of variety show moments and appearances, there's also this really cool Taiwanese show 
I have no idea what the title is, but they're always like laying in bed and the host mm. is like always wearing pajamas and they all have this really sweet moment on one of the shows where like they start to all get emotional because like they're, they're just crediting like the director and the, and the staff and, and how much faith and belief they had in making this show. And that like the director took a, took a risk on almost all the actors because I think Chris Wu had had a lull in work and really wanted to do this. And and the director believed that he could and, and really took a risk on him, which was nice. And then, like, it was, I think, Kenny, who plays Leanne, his, like, first acting gig. And again, like, they were all just so grateful to her and it's such a sweet moment of like so they cute. all like start to cry and yeah it's very very sweet so yeah the side characters are just as good as the main couple so to wrap this up if there was a season two what would you want to happen because literally we need to crowdfund this everybody wants a season two every comment on my drama list is like where when are we getting a season two we need what season do you want to I know what I want to happen. I want, and this feeds into, like I said, Leanne and Jack are my favorite couple in, yeah. sorry. I love you, Chris Wu. I love, <laughs> I love Xiaofei and Tangyi, but I especially love Leanne and Jack. And I think that they deserve a little more screen time. So I'm yeah. actually going to advocate for a spinoff where Tangyi mm. and Xiaofei appear, right? Like they can have an appearance. Okay. And they can sort of like be a part of it, but they're the side couple this time around. See what I'm saying? You see where I'm I going? like that. This is my proposal is a spinoff. And we get to see Leanne and Jack's relationship progress and also kind of see where they go with is Jack going to get like I can see them building the the climax in that like Jack is offered a new undercover bitch job and like is he going to take it and is he going to go take down another gang and or maybe they, he like that's works like the for conflict. the police department right it's like but there's going to be some there's got to be some sort of conflict yeah and like maybe Leanne gets to who didn't necessarily want to be a police officer in the first place gets mm. to like go explore other things. I just maybe he becomes a stay at home dad, really a stay at home food daddy. Because that's the other thing I love about their relationship is it's very food based, which I think is super yeah. relatable and ador- and so cute. Very domestic. Uh, and I just my proposal is actually a spinoff with Leanne and Jack being the main couple and. Xiaofei and Tangi being the side couple that they like make cute fun appearances into it I like that I don't know what I would want for a season two I think I'd want like equal story time for both of them maybe Tangi like helps them solve a case with another gang daddy (laughs) needs to take down a third gang daddy third gang daddy i don't know too but yeah, many gang I, daddies i do want to see i do want to see these characters again and these actors there was a really cute exchange between uh chris wu and the guy that plays Xiaofei, jake on instagram recently jake has like grown his hair out and he's like looking more like manly and whatever oh, and he's hiding his little ears yeah and he he says something he like posted anyway he posted this photo and chris Wu respond responds i'm not used to you being this handsome and and jake says you've always been handsome to me <laughs> it's just, 
<laughs> just so I, precious. Yeah, I definitely, you know, it would be fun actually is if we got these care these actors, mm-hmm. but in a different drama, kind of like you see happening yeah. K-dramas a lot where it's like right. totally different character. This like is Max what's happening. Toll. Right, Max Toll. Um, this is also what's happening with Ohm Fluke. Uh, from right. until we meet again they're getting yeah. a new series and it's just like yes. completely different characters yeah. that would be fun that for be fun. especially uh chris and jake i think yeah oh that just would like be completely fun. different characters yeah i do like them as a couple as like a ship they're they're just fun they're very fun awesome do you have any other points about history three tapped obviously we both love the show and highly love recommend it. that you watch it <laughs> The last thing I want to say is Tangy. Tangy. Which Xiaofei says, fun fact, a total of 131 times in this show. He says it 54 times in episode nine alone. <laughs> Shout out to a Discord server that we are both on, yeah. uh, where one of our fellow server member friends actually did the math. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and found amazing. that out. We did not do that. We did not figure that out. Uh, so the so moral of the story is don't play a drinking game with Shafi, with uh, Tangy. <laughs> Depending on how wild you're trying to get. Maybe do play a drinking game. Who knows? Only if you're of age. Yes. True, true. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us for this week's series Sunday. See you next time on Let's Talk BL.